Hey, Black Rocks, so glad that you can join us today. Uh, my name is Kevin Butterfield, and it's my privilege to be with you this morning as uh, we dive into this third part of a three-part series called Lessons in the Wilderness. And so um, I'm just so glad to be with you uh, through these last three weeks as we've explored lessons in the wilderness, wilderness seasons, and how we can thrive in them, not just survive with them uh, the way that God wants. I want to start with a question. How many of you like change? Well, I probably not a whole lot of hands going up right now because study after study show that most people just don't like change. Another word for change is the word transition. Transition is just a process or the process of change. And most of us don't like transition either because it's a series of changes. We're going to look at that today. So I'd love to have you, if you can, uh, have you turn with me to the book of Proverbs in the Old Testament. In chapter three, we're going to look at some familiar verses for many of us in um, verses five and six. I'm going to read this to you. Uh, they're going to be on the screen for you as well, but we're going to read these verses from Proverbs. And it starts this in verse five. It says this, trust in the Lord with all of your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your paths straight. Well, we're going to refer to those verses and dive into them a little deeper. But uh, the reality is, is we're talking about transition and we've all have been thrust into a season of transition with this global pandemic and all of the results of it. We've been in a state of transition for months now. Everything's been in a state of transition and change. So today I want to talk a little bit more and dive in a little bit deeper about transition as a whole and what God can do in places of transition and what we can learn that may help us not only in this current season of global transition, but in all of life's transitions. Let's face it, life is a series of transition. And you know what? God likes it that way. We don't often, but God seems to like it that way because God often uses transitions as places of transformation. Let me say that again. God likes to use transitions as places of transformation. In fact, I actually think that most places of true transformation in our lives often come in times of transition. Let's think about it even biblically. Let's look at some examples in scripture where we see that to take place and why that's appropriate and, and, and uh, poignant to us is because the wilderness, as we've been looking at the last two weeks, the wilderness is a place of transition. So let's look at some scriptural examples. We can think of Moses, which we referred to in the first week. Moses um, started out in a palace, but then it, uh, ended up 40 years in the wilderness where he was a shepherd. Moses, in that 40 years of wilderness, started in a place of a sheep leader and transitioned out of the wilderness to become the national leader for the people of God, for the people of Israel. Think of David. In the story of David, you see that David was a shepherd and musician. He went through a wilderness season in his life, literally living in the wilderness. He went from a shepherd musician to become a warrior king. That's transformation in a place of transition. In week one, we looked at the prophet Elijah. In his wilderness journey, 
He went into that season a lone prophet and that transition led to a transformation that made him the father of many prophets. And then even Jesus, in his season of the wilderness, he went into that season, really an an unknown carpenter's son, the son of Joseph. He uh, transitioned into his ministry, where we know that Jesus came out of the wilderness in power. He came, uh, went from an unknown carpenter's son in an obscure place to becoming uh, a ministry of a powerful prophet, rabbi, teacher, and because he was the Messiah, the son of God. So all those places of wilderness were places of transition that led to transformation. So then how do we, how do we transition well in the wilderness seasons of life and do it God's way? How do we face life transitions? How can we follow God in every season, in every phase of transition? Ultimately, how can we let God use wilderness transition seasons to become greater transformation seasons for all of us? Well, there's a couple of things I want to look at today that can help us in those seasons. The first one is this. Transition is essential to a lifestyle of following Jesus. Let me say that again. The first one is this. Transition is essential to a lifestyle of following Jesus. Let's go back to the verses I referred to at the beginning. Proverbs verse, uh, chapter three. We're gonna look at verse six first. Uh, Solomon writes this. He, he writes, in all of your ways, acknowledge God, acknowledge him, and he will make your paths straight. If you're using your own Bible, I would underline those verses. And it's specifically this part. He will make your paths straight. Paths, like the wilderness, are places of transition. Paths are, are roadways that you follow that take you from one place to another. They're places of transition. And this verse is talking about when we acknowledge God, when we know him and put him first in our life, when we follow him, he will make those transition points, those pathway points straight. Not always easy, but they're straight. Following Jesus is about following him on the paths of life's transitions. There's a guy named Terry Walling. I think he puts this really, really well. Transition is the way we move forward. There is no moving forward or growth without transition. I don't know about you, but I want to move forward in life. I want to grow. I want to develop. I want to become all that God has called me to be. I want to become more like Jesus and less like me. And being a follower of Jesus, here's a secret, is actually about following Jesus. Did you catch that? Being a Christ follower is actually about following Christ. And it's impossible to follow Jesus and stay in the same place in life. Why? Because he's always leading us to becoming more like him. He's always leading us into places of transition and transformation. And following Jesus is a journey of transition in a series of transitions. That is actually a lifestyle of transitions with Jesus that lead to deep, deep transformation. So here's a good question. Question I ask myself, why don't we like transition? Why don't we like change in general? Why don't we embrace transition? Well, the reality is, is first of all, it's uncomfortable and it takes 
risk. It often means moving from something that we have known, and sometimes for a while, into something that we don't know or we're completely unsure of. And that's unsettling. Even good transition and normal transition and natural transition can be stretching. Think about it. Going from elementary school or primary school going into middle school. Back then, massive transition. Then going from middle school into high school, another transition that transformed us from high school into college and then college to getting jobs. And then you get one job and then you get a different job and a series of jobs. And then maybe some of us uh, have gotten married. Uh, That's a massive transition and transformation that takes place. And then having kids. Yeah. Then your kids are having kids. Wow. Those are all massive transitions in life. Normal and natural, but they, they test us, they stretch us, but that's what life is. And in those places, we can become more like Jesus if we do it. Why are they so unsettling? Well, let me give you an illustration that I think is, is all of, that all of us can relate to, especially in our current season of wilderness transitions. I'm going to take these two pictures right here. Uh, one's got water in it. The other one is empty. And it's a good illustration of what, why stretching times in transition unsettle us. Uh, I want you to think of it this way. I've got a pitcher of water here and an empty pitcher here, and I'm pouring one pitcher into another. And the problem is this. In transition, we're not really here where we were, nor are we fully here where we're going to be. We're in this flow. We're right there. We're in that flow of one place to another and transition from one thing to another into one place or another into a one season or another is stretching because we're not one place or another. We're in that flow. We're in that transition. And that is unsettling because it feels like it's out of our control. Transition seasons are unsettling because we're neither here nor fully there. We're we're in transition. We're on a path or in the hallway and that feels out of control. Randall Worley says it this way, a unique spiritual position where human beings hate to be. That's transition. But where the biblical God is always leading us. It is when you have left the tried and true, but have not yet been able to replace it with anything else. It is when we are finally out of the way. It is when, when we are between our old comfort zone and any new possible answer. That's transition. I love how Randall Worley puts it that way. Transition, now let me just review the first point. Transition is essential to a lifestyle of following Jesus because it forces us out of our comfort zones of what we have and throws us into a place of the unknown and that's where growth takes place. That's the first point. The second point is this. Transitions build our trust levels in Jesus. Transitions build our trust levels in Jesus. Let's go back to Proverbs chapter three in verse five now. Solomon writes this, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. Then he continues in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. But do you see it right here? It says, trust in the Lord with all of your heart. 
That's the first part of understanding the pathways of transition starts with trusting in the Lord with all of your heart. Transitions that lead to transformation always require deeper levels of trust. Let me say that again. Transitions that God leads us through in wilderness seasons and throughout, transitions that lead to true heart and life and character transformation always require deeper levels of trust. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. In order to follow Jesus in transition, through transition and from transition, it starts with trusting him with all of your heart. Here's the reality. Trust isn't a binary thing. It isn't, do I trust God or not? (laughs) Well, that may be a question. Most of us would say yes. Most of us would say yes, but transform, transition forces us to ask, how much do I trust the Lord? Why don't I trust him more? I usually find myself saying, I, I do trust you, Lord, but, did you catch that? I don't trust you, but it's at that place where the Lord is wanting to build our relational trust in him. Where he asked me, do you trust me, Kevin? Usually followed with, how much do you trust me? It's the uncertainty of transitions that cause my fears to test my trust levels in God. And it's as I connect with him and press into him that it actually builds my trust levels with God. Often in transition, but most of the time I've experienced it's coming out of transition that I see that my trust levels with Jesus have grown. There was a season where I was in transition. And, and in fact, it was a, it was a long one. Uh, often transition starts in the heart before it manifests in our reality. Sometimes transition is thrust upon us, but often there's, it, it, there's a process with it. And I was in the middle of a, uh, a transition and it was happening internally. I knew that the Lord was, was doing something and leading us into something and leading me into a season of transition. I was in that place of neither here nor there like the water pitchers. I was in the flow and that transition was frustrating and it was taking a lot longer than I thought I was. And I was in that place of uncertainty of a transition and I, I was in the middle of it and I was praying about it. And I asked, I was finding it really frustrating and really difficult. So out of relationship with him, I asked, Lord, why am I finding this so difficult? And I had my journal and I'm right down and, and the Lord's sim- answer was simple, but profound. He said, it's because you don't trust me. I was really kind of hurt by that. I was a little bit of offended. And I was like, of course I trust you, Lord. Are you kidding me? I've trusted you with my whole life. I followed you. I've done this. And I've, I've, I've listed my, my reasons of uh, building my case of why he should never ask me that question of why I was right and, and he was wrong. Have you ever argued with God like that? I have a lot. Don't ask me why. I've never learned a lesson that I have never really won an argument with the Lord. But I said, of course I trust you, Lord. And then, then he kind of got to the heart of the matter. He said, Kevin, your trust in me seems to be determined by how clear you see what I'm doing and where I'm taking you, not on how clear you see me in the uncertainty of what's next. 
And then the Lord gave me a picture. He likes to speak to me in that ways. And he, uh, he gives me this metaphor like Jesus did with parables and God often does. He gave me this picture of me sitting in the back of an airplane in the middle seat. Like I was in this big 747. There's three seats on the right, three seats on the left, four seats in the middle. And that's where I was. I was in the middle of those four seats in the middle of that thing in the back of a plane. And can I tell you, I hate the middle seat. I hate sitting in that middle seat. I've traveled a lot on big planes like that. And I, I don't mind if I'm on the, the, the window side over here or over there, or even on an aisle, but I hate the middle seat. In that picture, uh, one of the reasons why I hate that is because you can't see out either window and you can't see out in front of you. The only thing you can see in the middle seat is the seat back right in front of you. And that's the picture that God gave me of what, uh, where I was in this transition. And then the Lord continued and he says, Kevin, you like to be the pilot of the plane of your life's transitions because that gives you a sense of control and you want to control your transitions to manage your worries and your fears. And the Lord continued and he says to me, you're even slightly okay if you're the co-pilot and I'm the pilot as long as you're sitting in the cockpit looking out front and you can still see what I'm doing and where the plane is going. And the Lord said, Kevin, the trust I want to grow in you. Remember, transition's about trust and it's about growth. He said, the trust I want you to develop in me is that you are okay and that you trust me with wherever I take you, just because you know that I'm good and that I'm with you wherever I may lead you. Well, that was a growth moment in my life. When we learn to trust Jesus more and we learn to follow him into and through life's transitions, that's the thing that it transforms us and allows God to transform our heart. And when God transforms us and he grows us and we move forward with him, it's usually at that place that he likes to give us more. He likes to give us new things. He likes to grow us in new ways. And when our trust grows in him and when we're following Jesus in transition, he can trust us with more impact and more influence, more spiritual authority, to bring those trust levels and those lessons and that growth to the world around us. You know, Jesus is wanting to grow us. He always is. Jesus is wanting to move us forward. He always does. And Jesus is wanting us to grow in and through transitions. He wants to build our trust in him. He wants to transform us to become more like him to increase the impact in our world around him. Well, in closing, I wanna ask you questions. Uh, first of all, I want to grow. Do you? I believe you do. There's most people I know that go, yeah, I, I, I want to grow in life. I, wanna, I know I need some transformation. I know I want to become more like Jesus. Well, I want to grow and so do you. So let's grow together as we follow Jesus and trust him in the transitions of the wilderness. And let's do this together. You know, here's the reality. Like I said at the beginning, we are all in a season of transition. The world is in a season of change and transition. You know, Black Rock Church, we're growing. 
we're in a season of transition right now. We're not fully back to where we were when everything was normal at the beginning of 2020, nor are we fully in the place of where I believe that God is leading us to go. I don't know where that is yet. I feel like I'm in the back of the plane looking at the scene in front of me, but we can trust that Jesus is in the cockpit and he's piloting the plane of transition. It doesn't mean everything in our world happening around us is pleasing to God. But what it is, is saying that if we as a church, as a community, as a people continue to put our trust in him and follow Jesus together, wherever he leads, we can trust that he's going to grow us like never before. BlackRock, we have been doing church differently than ever before in our uh, hundreds of years of history together. In this season, we're doing everything different and those transitions and change is stretching. We're in a global wilderness season. In BlackRock, we're in this together. Let's press in in following Jesus together in a lifestyle of growing with him and trusting with him. We're doing things differently than we've ever done before. We're taking risks to follow Jesus like never before. You heard Josh, uh, Pastor Josh give an announcement about an initiative that we're starting this fall called Backyard Church. You know what that is? That's transition. That's change. And that transition, as we attempt to follow Jesus, to do things differently in this season, that while we're in the flow of one place to another, will require us to trust and to follow Jesus. I want to encourage you to, to start asking Jesus the things he's wanting to transform in this transition that's going to grow you with him. And maybe one of it is to do church differently. Maybe it's requiring you to take a risk and to stretch you a little bit to follow Jesus. That maybe you should say, I don't really know if I want to do church in someone's backyard. But maybe that transition is a place and a point that God is going to meet you in a real way and transform you like never before. Can I encourage us? If we only step into the transitions that are comfortable, we'll never follow Jesus the way he desires and designs. We'll never be all that he has. As we, BlackRock, learn in this transition to trust in Jesus, to follow him, to obey him, to let him transform, that growth will transform us as a community to grow us to become more like Jesus than ever before. The world is waiting for the church of Jesus to follow him wherever he takes us into the transitions he's leading us in to become more like him that we can reflect his goodness and glory. So I want to close and say this. How much do you trust Jesus? What's your trust levels like right now? Are they greater than they used to be? Maybe less than they used to be? Start talking to Jesus about that. And maybe for some of you, you go, I don't know if I've ever truly put my faith in trust in Jesus. I, I would say I go to church or maybe uh, I've, I've prayed some prayers, but I don't know if I've actually put my trust into following Jesus wherever he may lead. Can I encourage you right where you are right now? Maybe pray a simple prayer. Maybe pray this, Jesus, I want to know you. I want to follow you. I want to serve you. I'm asking you to be the Lord of my life, to lead me into and through every day, every transition, every change. That's a great place to start in developing a relationship of following Jesus. I want to bless you. May you know that Jesus will lead you through times of wilderness and transition 
to experience his love, to experience his goodness, his grace, and his mercy like never before. Bless you, Black Rock Church. Thanks for joining us today.